Are you living in Wonderland, always wondering about your life, wondering what's going to happen, wondering what's the next step in your life? Are you always wondering? You might feel that there's a, a deep desire within you, a deep burning within you. And you see that burning, that burning, it's, it's the anointing of God in you. When you read the word of God and you feel something take place in your spirit, in your soul, in your heart, in your mind, that's the anointing, the power of God in you burning. The, the anointing, it's described as a, as a burning within when... When the apostles, the disciples of Jesus, after his ascension, and uh, when they were gathered together, it said that uh, the Spirit fell on them, on each one of them, like close of tongue and fire. You see, that anointing is like a fire within you. John said that there comes one that's going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and fire. You see, many times we wonder because we don't have direction. We don't have vision. And many times we wonder because we're, we're just going to church week after week and Maybe you're going to Bible study. Maybe you're involved in some type of activity at the church. But you don't see any progress in your life. You feel, you feel that you're going through the motions. That nothing's happening. That nothing's happening in your life. and So you're just wondering, what's, what's the next step? Where, where, where's God going to take me? Where's he going to lead me? What is he going to do with my life? And you don't see any, any growth or any progress. And you just feel that. Just going through it. You see, I think a lot of it has to do that we have been programmed by the church. We have been taught according to the tradition how or what church is supposed to be, how God uses you, how God calls you and then uses you. And so we have this this training process that that have that has been taught to us that you need to go through this, you need to go through that, and then the pastor comes and he calls you and he mentors you, mentors you, and you're getting prepared and all that, and and it's rightly so. I'm not gonna deny that, but I think. We have been led into the structure of this mindset, how it is done and how God works. And I think, and I believe deep down, there's a transition that has taken place. And that's why there's, we feel unsettled in our hearts. We feel uneasy in, a, in, our, in our spirit. Because God wants to do something new. 
you know, God has spoken that there's a shifting that has taken place. And I've discussed that just how when you're at work and you're over with your shift, someone else comes and takes over your shift, you're no longer responsible. You have been relieved of that shifting. Now someone is in charge now. You are no longer in charge. And that's what has taken place. There's a shift now. Something now, now we have transition. And I believe that's why there's an uneasiness in us. And that's I believe that's why we're feeling this 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 fire, this burning with such in, intense within us. Because I believe God is calling you to hear from him now. You see, we have confined God in this little box. And what we have been taught, we confine God to this little box. And, you know, we have created a belief system that this is how God is. And so we don't grow. We don't, we don't get, come out of that box. Because we have been programmed by the, by the leaders, by, by, by church leaders and, and, and pastors that this is the way it is. And so that's all you know. So when you try to uh, see beyond, you just can't because you have been programmed. And I believe we have been programmed. And that's why I believe that we cannot operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit the way God wants us to operate. You see, I see all these people go out there and evangelize all these uh, well-known uh, evangelists. You see them out there, you know, uh, with the lar large crowd and they're out there. They're up there on, on the stage, and 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 we think that oh wow, you know, there's a revival taking place. People are getting saved left and right because you see this huge crowd. But that's not what's taking place. It takes the reason why you see large cloud uh, crowds because they are. Uh, link with other churches they get together with other you know surrounding churches of that city and then they bring their people and that's why it looks like a large crowd i'm not saying no i'm not saying that you know uh there's people that are getting saved i'm not saying that either i'm sure you know people you know show up and, and they can say whatnot you know you know and but i believe that the majority like i say is because someone from the church the local church invited someone and they got saved i'm not saying that you know uh uh, someone that was just passing by, you know, was listening and all that, they didn't get saved. No, I'm not saying that either, but my point that I'm trying to make is that when you see all these people, you know, leaders from mega churches go out there and they're, you know, evangelizing and having campaigns out there in the open and you see this large crowd, it's not because this large crowd are people that just came to hear the word of God. That's not what it is. What it is is what I just finished explaining to you. 
but that's all you know it has been reduced to and we see and we see it on tv and i see people posting on facebook oh god is doing miraculous works and wondrous works and he's bringing salvation and you know these people are being uh, advertised on facebook and but and, and and praise god that they're going out there but i believe that we have given a mis- misrepresentation of what's really happening and we're being you know in some sense you know deceived by it right like oh wow you know all these large cr- crowds You see, if he gets excited over that, I don't. I don't. I don't get excited over that. Because it was only Paul and Barnabas that turned the world upside down. When they went into different cities that was only Palm Barnabas. They didn't take this large crowd with them so that way they, it could make it seem like, oh, wow, you know what? There's a large crowd coming to Christ. No. It was only two that will go into big crowds and they will stir them up. And people are not only getting saved, they were being healed, delivered. And you see, the reason why we don't see that is because we have been structured programmed. We have been structurally programmed. And we function according to these uh, um, structures that have been imposed by the church. And so we get involved in all these activities and and these activities have been sensationalized. You know, to attract people, and you don't see Peter and the apostles attracting people. It was the Holy Spirit that descended like close a tongue, and it fell upon each and one of them with power and fire. They didn't need to attract anyone. They didn't need to have this, you know, camel shows or anything like that for the Holy Spirit to fall on them and be touched. Where over 3,000, uh, roughly 3,500 were saved that day. They didn't need, you know, to essentialize uh, 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 the word of God in order for them to go out there and win souls. You know, we make big deals about activities. We make such big deals of activity. I think activities are important. Because it gives, you know, the youth and even young adults and others to be active and involved in things that are productive, that are going to produce something good, that are going to edify the spirit, that are going to be pleasing to God. I think those are good. But when we put too much emphasis on it, I mean, we have a, I mean they make it seem, pastors even make it seem like, you know, there's like authority in these activities and they're watered down. They're watered down. And they're all structural. I think they're good in a sense that it should be like a starting point to prepare. But when you go out there in the field, you got to depend on the power and, 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 and the power of the Holy Spirit. Because it is the word of God that's going to 
be activated and it's going to be the anointing that's going to move. And it's going to be the Holy Spirit that's going to draw and it's going to be God that's going to touch. We don't need activity activities to try to interest you know people. That's not the thing. That, that's that's not what God called us to do, to cause people to be interested. Because then it becomes just sensationalized. You see this burning within you that's causing you to wonder. That's because you have been, you know, um, structurally programmed. And that's why you're constantly wondering because you can't think outside the box. But that burn is because God wants to give you vision. He wants to use you. You see, after this, the pandemic and after the churches open up and all that, things are not the same and they're not going to go back the same. But pastors want to go back to the same. But it's not going to be the same. Just remember this. We're not going back to the same. It's an illusion. The elite of the world, which are involved in satanic rituals, they're part of the Illuminati. They are sending their puppets. And they're placing them in, 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 in areas of government and churches. We don't even know how to discern anymore who's a Christian or not. We all say, oh, that person's a Christian just because they said they was a Christian. Movie starts who come out and make a, you know, a little Christian movie here. Oh, they're Christians. Like, for example, the movie Shaq. It might have little Christian you know, principles here and all that, but doesn't mean that it's a Christian movie. I don't know anywhere in the Bible where God is referred to as a woman or as a mother. I see that as blasphemy. I don't see anywhere. The Bible says when he, when he, the Holy Spirit comes. But yeah, there was a woman that played the Holy Spirit in the shack. Now, you might say, oh, you're making too much of it, you know, this and this and that. I am going to make too much of it because the Bible says that uh, in Galatians, Paul told the Galatians, he who comes and preach another gospel to you, let him be a curse. I said this again, let him be a curse. Well, you think that, you know, uh, only, let me put it this way. If I was up there in the pulpit preaching a distorted message, I'm sure you'll be the one first one to stone me. But did you know that the devil is using the pulpit of Hollywood entertainment to distort the word of God? What if I was out up there in the pulpit saying, you know what? God is your mother. The Holy Spirit is your sister. You know very well that the Bible does not say that God is my mother. The Bible says that he is my father. And that he, the Holy Spirit, when he comes, in my name. You see, the devil is using Hollywood entertainment 
to distort the word of God and Christians have fallen into it. They don't know how to discern anymore. My people perish for lack of uh, knowledge. My people don't know how to uh, discern between the clean and the clean, between the holy and the holy because they have lost that discernment. Have you lost that discernment? God is calling you back. Take hold of the discernment. You see the anointing is in you that you don't need no one to teach you. The anointing is in you. Learn that saying. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Holy Spirit saying when it says you don't need no one to teach you the anointing. I'm talking about teachers. You see the anointing is given to you. And that burning, that fire, it's only God that can teach you how to operate in it. So go out there in the spirit of the Lord. Proclaim his word. Don't wait on the pastors. God is calling you. Rise up in the name of Jesus Christ.